When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. Sterl Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos. NBA Draft Junkies, the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast, the Hoop Heads Podcast Network, and Lakerholics.com. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, I should have known something was going to go right for me today when I went through the drive-through lane at the local Wendy's here in Vegas. And I drove up asking for my order, and I pulled up, and I pulled down my window to pay, and they saw my Lakers hat. And all of a sudden, I hear the guy that's going to take my money, hey, 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 this guy's got a Laker hat. This guy's got a Laker And everybody coming up to me, dude, Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. That's all I could hear. And you know what? I got a free Frosty out of the deal just because I wore my Lakers hat. I knew it was going to end up being a good day for the Lakers. And after a very, very sluggish start in the first half, it was a good day indeed for all Lakers fans out there. As LeBron James Despite a very dubious call by the refs, which was very much a flagrant foul, in my opinion, got his eye damaged. We don't know the extent of it. Hopefully, he's going to be okay. He's still hurting. You could tell in the post-game interview that it was still bothering him quite a bit. But with one eye, and the fact that he said he would play with a pirate patch on, he's still, with the shot clock running down with just a second left, took a fantastic Stephen Curry-like three-pointer, and the Lakers ended up winning 103-100 to with the Golden State Warriors' last gasp was for not. Just a great performance overall defensively. Defensively, this team together so much energy in the second half. First half just didn't seem to be there. And you know what? you got to give the Golden State Warriors credit. They tried hard. They were in it the entire game. Even when the Lakers pulled ahead, you got to give them credit. They did an amazing job on defense against the Lakers, especially in that first half. They took control, but you know what? The Lakers, they gave more energy in that second half and came back for the victory. And here today to talk about the game and everything that went on, including the other play-in game as well, which we will go ahead and touch on today, 
are two great guests I see so far indeed. I'm hoping other guests will come in, but you know what? It's going to be a great time as we talk the Lakers game. But first up is a good man. It is the mastermind behind Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom. And Laker Tom, great to have you here. I want to give a shout out to V Garcia. Felix is here. Bri Marco is here. The chat board is already lighting up immensely. I just appreciate everybody's great comments. Everybody is so happy. The great defensive job by Alex Caruso. The strong second half for Anthony Davis. And, of course, it all starts with the one-eyed man himself, LeBron James. You know, it's quite a turnaround considering that LeBron and, and AD and Dennis, all three were shooting blanks the entire first half. They got off to the worst possible start that you could have against uh, Golden State. And uh, uh, I give him great credit for Vogel finally making the decision, but he, he took too long to do it. This was just a game that we basically should have started Anthony Davis. We should have played him at the five all the time. I and mean, only until the finally getting close to the game and then getting knocked back to another 10-point deficit, he made the change. And I hope that he's going to make those kind of calls for the rest of this playoffs because the Lakers were in desperate sorts and were very close to losing this game and having to go and play on Friday in a elimination game something that we never even matched, never even faced in last year's playoffs. Great game by Alex Caruso, some extreme good defense, some great playmaking underneath when he drove to the rim. AD came back and was dynamite in the second half. Uh, LeBron still looks like the ankle is bothering him. He doesn't have the lift that he normally had. And I don't see how they could not have called that a flagrant foul. That's not vertical when your hands are out at a at a 45-degree angle into the guy's face. That was a terrible call. You know, it's it's those kinds of plays that really make me not like Draymond Green, despite what a great basketball player he is. That was just basically a play to prevent somebody from making a layup. But great comeback by the Lakers. Uh, they needed this game desperately. It couldn't have been any sweeter than to do, for LeBron to drop that three, that 28 foot three or whatever it was with Steph Curry guarding him. Yep. And so, uh, there was a little bit of a signal there too, by, if you saw that a little bit of a, that's one of yours and he yeah. did it without, with only one eye. So he pointed yep. to his eye. Some great defensive plays by the Lakers in the second half, holding them to 45 points. You got to give the Warriors credit, you know, um, and Steph, that shot he made to end the first half was just unbelievable. Don't give that guy, you know, that was Not my big worry. You can't give him my an big inch. worry was giving them any sign of hope in the first half, and Frank's stupid decision to go with Andre Drummond rather than starting with AD at the five almost cost us a chance at the championship. Now hold on, before you go on that, I, I do want to say that when they started feeding Andre Drummond the ball down low, that played like Jeff Van Gundy said right into their hands. But that first push by the Lakers at the beginning of the second half Drummond's in there so he gets seduced if you're Frank Vogel I'm sure he got seduced by the fact oh maybe it, this can work with Drummond in there but you and I know that it's always best when the, up the lane, man I mean the, the, the I, I know I, the I, I the know that half. I see that I saw that as soon as he came out of the game after that he made one mm -hmm. and then he missed one but you could see how much it opens up the lane I realize that, but the problem is he gets seduced 
by those quick runs like they did in the second half where the Lakers made that push, that initial push, he was there for it. So you get seduced by that as a coach. But again, eventually the right move was made. You know, Davis, I think, did he come out in the second half? Because I don't think, I'm not sure if he did. He, he might have played the entire second half. I think he played the entire second half. I don't Man, got to give him credit. Got to give him credit yeah. for doing that. But also here today for the game as well is a good man indeed. You got to catch all his great comments today at Lakerholics.com. It is L. Rob and L. Rob. You got to be happy. The pirate himself, which he may have to put a patch on now because, you know, his eye started to swell. You can see it starting to swell. But you know what? Even though he couldn't see out of his, I think it was left eye, still have found that other eye. Man, it was just an incredible shot. It was just an incredible (laughs) game. This is what Adam Silver dreamed about. It was 60% ratings above yesterday, above what it was in the regular season. Just imagine what it will be today. Yeah, the legend of LeBron grows and grows. Uh, that was yeah. an incredible shot. I can't totally agree with with you guys' premise that uh, he should have went small earlier. I know Tom wanted him to start off the game. I think Tom was convinced that Looney wouldn't start the game, but Golden State was going to start off small, which wasn't the case. But if those guys come out and play, maybe they <laughs> they don't have to fall behind. I mean, if Davis makes a shot, if LeBron makes a shot, if Dennis makes a shot, that hasn't anything to do with being small or yeah. or be coming out lifeless. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah, they, they played terrible, no doubt about that. Yeah, they just played bad. When they did go small in the first half, it didn't help. Actually, the league grew. From, yeah. I think it was about a seven or eight point game when he did it, and they was down by 12 at halftime. So really, it's about a mindset and playing tough. And really, I thought the key move was inserting uh, Wes Matthews in the game. Once he put yeah. Wes in there, that uh, that gave him a little more physicality and a little more toughness. I mean, uh, you know, the Lakers were playing soft. I mean, to put it bluntly, all of them was playing soft, except for Caruso. He was the only one showing any toughness. And then once you brought Matthews in there, he played tough. And it seemed like it, it elevated everyone else's game. But yeah, uh, let's give credit to Wesley Matthews, who was brought in in the second half, really gave the Lakers a jolt and the defensive pressure, plus hit a hit a timely three. I mean, you, as someone that's back there ready to come out at any point in time, it's so nice to guys to just have that that kind of safety valve as that veteran presence coming off the bench. We talked about that three-guard lineup with LeBron and AD on the last podcast and uh, the combination of having Caruso, uh, KCP and Wes Matthews out there uh, defending their perimeter guys, specifically, uh, obviously Steph, but you know, they've got some good shooters and their, their other players rose to the occasion today. You know, they didn't miss many open wide open threes and they had a lot of them because of the doubling that the Lakers were doing. Well, I I really thought that the Draymond Green set the tone for the game. Yep. At the very beginning, getting into Anthony Davis and AD looked like he didn't want to mix it up. It's like, yeah. dude, this is this is this is not the regular season. His defense in the first half really helped Golden State, and you can see how much impact he has for someone who only scored two points. Right. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I thought he was the difference maker. Um, you know, Steph gets the glory, and of course, Steph you know, lit it up. But I thought his defense on AD set the tempo and gave the Warriors life and a chance to win the game. Because if AD comes out dominating like he had been for the last few weeks, 
the Lakers would have would have um, blew him away, regardless of what Steph would have did on offense. So yeah. credit to credit to him, he played tough. But credit to AD because in the second half, like you guys said, he did not come out. He got scrappy. You see him scrap for that loose ball and dunk late in the fourth quarter on low energy. He did that. He chased Steph off a couple three point shots. He made that switch right at the end of the game that made that pass, the inbounds pass, um, so difficult. So, yeah, AD brought it for the second half, but, I mean, we can't afford to have games like that, really. You got to bring it. You got to bring it from the start. Yeah. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey, hoop heads. We all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com. Spelled A-R-Y-S-E. And use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E dot com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. A lot of what happened in the second half, as as the announcers, I think, smartly noted, was the spacing that was created by not having a traditional center in there. And AD, you know... 13 to... To four with us, Drew. But all of those drives that Caruso got when the when the game was spaced out like that, and and the ability then for Davis to be coming in from the corner to take those dunks that he got, yeah, uh, the rebounds that he got, all of that is all of that is a big part of it is due to the spacing that's created by playing him at the five. I agree. I agree. You yeah, got and, I, and I and I agree one hundred percent with what you said in the first half, Lee, because they went to the they went to him at the five. And it didn't make any difference because Draymond still had Draymond. He's Draymond had his had AD's head in the first half, and LeBron, LeBron just didn't seem to have any lift in the first half. It really looked like yeah. his ankle was really holding him back. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think he was testing it, just trying yeah. to figure out exactly what he could do on it. And um, I don't think he was that concerned. I just think he was kind of testing it, saying, "Okay, let me see what I can do." And I know push come to shove. In the second half, I'll rev it up. That's kind of dangerous, but I think that was his mindset to just really, he's not, yeah, he's not ready. He's not at near 100%. So, yeah, you know, it's interesting. I I just caught the last before I I got the link from Gerald. I caught the little bit of his interview and he was saying that, you know, with my eye, I was seeing three hoops out there. So I just shot for the middle one. (laughs) And thank God that that shot for the middle one went in. Man, that was an unbelievable, unbelievable shot. Yes, unbelievable shot, but uh, the only real players that can make that shot were were facing off against each other, Curry mm-hmm. and LeBron in that moment, and that was so ironic about how that happened. And, you know, the biggest winner, like I said earlier, of this whole scenario, which will never be going back to the regular standard scenario, is Adam Silver. There is absolutely no yeah. chance after this game – after the close game in Memphis, eliminate the play-in tournament. <laughs> yeah, the, the play-in tournament will is going to continue. There's no way that it's going to be stopped now after two tremendous games today. 
and it's going to be something that we're going to see going forward. So uh, LeBron, yeah. I think I had to, I hate to tell you, my friend, but LeBron, the guy who created this is not going to get fired. He's actually going to get a big raise, especially <laughs> after what the ratings will come back tomorrow, especially what we saw in the Easter conference. So it's going to be something that we're going to continue to see. Just wanted to give everybody a heads up on the Eastern Conference, and we finish up on last night's conversation. Jason Tatum, 50 points, powered the Celtics over the Wizards. So the Wizards will face off against Indiana for the right for the eighth seed, and that will take place tomorrow. So I want to give everybody a heads up. The Lakers, because they win, they will fly to Phoenix for their game on Sunday at a yet-to-be-determined time. That was announced on ESPN tonight. So I want to go ahead. There is no set time for the game as of yet. So stay tuned to NBA.com would probably be the best place to go because that would definitely display the time or ESPN. I also want to mention that now the Warriors fly up back to San Francisco. They will take on the Grizzlies for the right for the eighth seed because tonight the Grizzlies in Memphis beat San Antonio 196. Pretty good performance by Valanchunas right there. ton mm. of rebounds, 20-plus points, 20-plus rebounds. Yeah, just a, a great performance by him. John Morant chipped in with 20. Dylan Brooks played really solid defense and also as well got 22 points on his own. Just a great performance by those three. San Antonio, I think, down the stretch, too much isolation by DeMar DeRozan. If I, that's probably the thing I would that stands out to me most on a day that his game was off. So I think that you didn't have the kind of resources and, and talent to go ahead around him to go make those clutch shots down in the fourth quarter. So I think that was happens there. But I mean, that's a, a time to go fishing, I guess, for San Antonio. Reevaluate the kind of team that they have and B. Garcia's boo spurs. It's so funny because he's from San Antonio. So. I do want to, again, give a, a, so much of a thank you to Bree for the heart and also as well for the thumbs up, Felix and V. Once again, the Lakers did come out on top, 103 to 100. Elrom, I want to ask you this. We now turn our attention to Phoenix. And now we go on the road, which doesn't usually bother us because we usually play well on the road. We're one of the best, if not the best, over the past two seasons teams that have gone on the road as far as the overall record is concerned. I want to hear your thoughts on what we need to start thinking about when it comes to Phoenix and the dynamic scoring duo in the backcourt of Chris Paul, such a dynamite force for them and such a reason for them being in the spot that they're in. And then, of course, you cannot forget Booker and what he brings to the team. Yep. Just defend Booker. Make Chris Paul score. If you want to be, you know, be a scorer, Chris Paul. We're gonna we're gonna stay at home on some of these three-point shooters. We're gonna we're gonna chase Devin off the three-point line and make his his life difficult. Phoenix just, I mean, they don't scare you. They just that's just a bad matchup with them. They have no one who can defend Anthony Davis. So yeah, I think uh, the Lakers possibly in five, but more more likely in six. Yeah, Felix uh, also shouted out six. I think six is a good number five. for me as well. Uh, Laker, of course, Laker Tom has to one up everybody on that, so he yeah. says five. I already announced it on the on the blog. Okay, fair enough. Uh, v Garcia says the Spurs are going to come watch the Lakers with him on the couch. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's going to be the case. So far, and, uh, games. Uh, the first the time they haven't been in the playoffs at least every other year in like 
26 years or something like that. Exactly. Amazing, amazing streak. V Garcia is asking a, a good question on this and as far as CP3 and Schroeder getting double teed in the series. But that reminds me of what I wanted to ask you guys in regards to Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder, who has been relied upon most of the season, actually uh, struggled just like LeBron James and AD did in the first half. Came on strong in that third quarter, and I give him credit also as, as well in the uh, at least the first half of the fourth quarter. But unfortunately, he cannot guard Curry. I, I thought he would be a good matchup for Curry, and I was wrong on that. I'm going to be first. Uh, Caruso was a much better matchup as we saw. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you what, Schroeder was played off the court tonight, and that's one of the rare times I have seen Schroeder played off the court. Laker Tom, your thoughts on Dennis Schroeder? Could this hurt his? psyche because you know he's very aggressive you know he's very strong-minded and to be played off the court like that so late in the game that's not a great motivator for him but i also know that he's not fully in shape he, he, a lot of short shots the free throws he, he were all short it's going to take time for him to get his win back as well yeah i think he's he's showing the aftermath of having two health and safety protocol delays and both of them lengthy delays you know and uh like he said, you know, I mean, he was in his backyard shooting shooting a lot of shots, but that's not the same thing as playing in the game or playing in in, in a five-on-five five practice. So yeah. Dennis is an enigma because he does so many things that you really like as a team, but at the same time, the turnovers were killers tonight. He, you know, he, when he runs that pick and roll, he just puts that ball in there and it's oftentimes a fight to get that bounce pass of his to be able to score on it, especially when it's going to somebody like Drummond in traffic, you know, in traffic is not Dre's strength. So when there is some rim protection and Draymond Green is an awfully good rim protector, you know, you have to adjust your game. You know, you have to maybe shoot a floater rather than trying to go up to the rim and, and trying to underhand something in at the last minute, you know, same thing with Caruso, you know, he got one block that just never should have taken that shot. You know, that's the kind of shot that a shot blocker like Green can really easily pick off. I liked I liked the move to Wes Matthews. Frank took too long, in my opinion, but at least he made the right moves. And AD, you know, AD played the five for all of the fourth quarter and a good portion of the third quarter. Played the entire second half, as far as I can remember. I don't remember him going out at all. Yeah. Um, so that's good to see. And, you know, I, I'm just hoping that we get a realization now that it's nice to think that you can win with Drummond or with Montrez playing center or even Marcus Hall playing center. But the reality is that the reason we won last year was Anthony Davis playing center. And, you know, the other guys are going to get their shots and their opportunities and the right matchups in the series that we've got going forward. But in the bottom line, it's going to be Anthony Davis at the five that's going to have to carry this team. Exactly. And uh, I think that's something that we're going to have to play. If we get anything positive from Drummond or Harrell or Gasol, I think over the next four weeks, because I'm assuming and I'm hoping that the Lakers will be playing for the next the four, four weeks. weeks. Right. Yes. That I think that's going to be a positive. Uh, I think that's going to be the same situation like you had last year with Howard and McGee. Anything in the playoffs that's a positive, like those times in against Denver when Howard was good, you know that's you, it's just considered a bonus because right. just considered like uh, you know cherry on top of the ice cream sundae. I think that that's probably going to be the way that we're going to have to cut it. But L Rob, I want to ask you this: 
that hard foul by Draymond Green. I mean, on TV, they're all saying, and I know we're Lakers fans, and I know we've got that bias built in, but to me, the replay showed clearly that he started his motion to try and hard foul up high too soon. So by the time he extended, it was right at his face. So maybe the intent was not to hit him in the face, but unfortunately he did hit him in the face. And to me, that should have been a flagrant foul. Your thoughts? Yeah, he didn't make a play on the ball. I mean, that's yeah. what it comes down to. He really was nowhere near the ball. And it wasn't vertical. He wasn't vertical he wasn't either. Vertical. And kudos to Caruso. That was a nice give and go and give back um, to set that up. Um, just another heady playback, Caruso. Um, I'm talking to V out there. He, him and his Jared Dudley love just gets me. Just gets me. But go ahead. I'm sorry, L. Rob. Yeah, so that was after Caruso almost pulled up Paul George on that three point shot from the corner. I was like, oh no. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was that was that that should have been called a flagrant. But I I mean, you know, in today's NBA, but if that had happened 15 years ago, we wouldn't have even took a look at it. You yeah. Know? So I mean it wasn't real really that hard of a foul, but under the day's rules, the way it is, you can't come to the to the face of a guy without really trying to make a play on the ball. So it should have been called a flagrant. Well, also uh, too, it put LeBron into a very dangerous situation. Yeah, his body was, in the fall yeah. that he that he took. Yeah, right. I thought he hit his head on the. I thought he you know, hit his head on the floor. That's an endangerment was, of another player. Going. You make such a big deal about guys right. undercutting guys on jumpers and so forth. Yeah, he this was is a much more serious situation. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They didn't take that in consideration. I thought he was in a very vulnerable position when Draymond um, took him down. So was that in the last two minutes? So it'll be in the review. Can't remember. Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty yeah, sure. And, but I, I still thought, you know, I, well, seeing it live, I, I was worried that he hit his head on the floor. That to me, you know, uh, on the replay, it showed he kept his head up, but I was yeah, thinking yeah. I, think I think he got scratched in the eye. Is the, yeah, that's yeah, that's so, really, and we're going to be I mean, seeing I the effects thought, of that. This type of game, it kind of reminds me of the Lakers Kings from back in the day. It's like, okay, we know you can't let the Lakers get out too much of a big lead. So we're not giving them any calls in the first quarter. Sure you felt know? that way, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, you go to the hole no matter what AD does. He goes to the hole and there's no foul. Play on. You know, Steph goes in. Drummond just touches him and he's shooting yeah. free throws. And then in the second half, okay, Lakers are down. All right, now we got to make sure we, you know, now we'll give them their call. So it's like, come on, just call the game from the, from the get right. don't, don't put us through that. Yeah. Yeah, so. I agree with you. I agree with you, all, Rob. I mean, it just seemed like it was a it, just call it consistently or don't call anything. If you want to make a playoff type basketball and rough it up, fine. Mm-hmm. Then then let us let it be consistent. And and that's the problem I think with with what's going on when we see this as you talked about Laker Tom back in the day, I mean, you know, Mikhail rips off Kurt Rambis's, you know, uh, arm and leg and torso <laughs> off of his body and I think maybe there was just a common foul called or something like that as far as from memory, uh, you know, as far as I remember, but I, I, you know, in these days, it just seems like it's a double standard depending on the player, depending on the size, depending on the matchups, depending on how it goes. Uh, You know, it just seems like it's a very distorted thing that we're talking about when it concerns the refs. And in the last two minutes, you should not get involved in the game unless it's something dramatic like that. And that should have been an easy call for the refs to make. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. 
Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know. Condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that, and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, guys, uh, I tell you what, it's just been an incredible game. I'm, I'm still catching my breath. 103 to 100, the Lakers do win out on a LeBron James last second out of the shot clock three. Defense, defense, defense was a key. You know what? And I am going to give credit to Golden State. If Golden State plays defense like that for an entire four quarters, they are going to give the Jazz trouble. You know, if they're, they're going to give obviously defense. Yeah. They have a top five defense. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And then they're going to be able to give people a lot of problems, starting with Memphis on Friday. So I'm expecting at least a very competitive 1-8 matchup should and i really think that the golden state warriors will win on friday but going forward guys it's sunday i know you already said that like i did the the suns and six but if you're frank vogel who are you targeting first as far as maybe trying to go ahead and slow down i'm not saying stop because in this league you really can't stop anyone it's just who do you slow down enough to go ahead and get your team out on top yeah well i mean last game they did a really good job with Aiden. So you definitely don't want him to be that third score. You don't want him to start chipping in 15, 18 points. So keep him under control. Um, but Booker is the main guy. You just can't let Booker go crazy. Um, it's the first real dance for these guys. So you don't know how Phoenix is going to react. You know, I, you know, just about all of those guys. It's their first rodeo. So it'll be interesting except for CP3. Um, you know he's going to bring it. Um just just make Booker uh, life difficult and uh, LeBron get rested up. So, I mean, that's the key. Just get LeBron the rest he needs so he can get a little bit better each game. And that's why I really didn't want to play the play-in game. Just wanted them to have, you know, like a week off almost yeah. before playing so LeBron and AD could rest up. But it probably was good for Dennis, though. It probably was good for him to see some live action. I don't think he could possibly be as bad as he was today um just couldn't finish and uh, like you said he was short on everything you can tell his timing was still off yeah um, he only had two turnovers though Tom so he really didn't turn it over much I know it seemed like more because his pocket passes were never in the pocket <laughs> they, I know it's it's like Caruso it, Caruso yeah. made some great plays at the end of the game but every game he starts off with a pass that should have been intercepted it's like bounce pass to AD and there's no space there Guys, there is zero zero room in there, and then you know Draymond Green is too savvy for that. So he's well, it's a pass. You know, it's a pass that LeBron makes regularly, but that's LeBron James making. Yeah. I mean, those passes he made to Caruso and to uh, Kuzma uh, on those back doors were just marvelous passes. I mean, yeah. Kuzma played a solid game too. He didn't yeah. score much, but he rebounded, he defended, he uh, had some some really nice touch passes. Right. Uh, so he he played he played a decent game too. It's going to be interesting to see what the rotation looks like when we go into into Phoenix. There are some good reasons to feel like Drummond should have a good game there. He had a good game the last time we played them. 
And I, I'm sure Frank is not going to totally bail on Drummond at this point in time. And then, you know, if we end up playing playing the jazz at some point in time, you got to figure that Gasol and his ability to stretch the floor is an important thing. But I think I, I think right now, if you look at the three guys coming off of the bench, it's it's obviously Kuzma, Caruso, and Wes Matthews, I think, from a defensive standpoint, because Frank's going to prioritize defense as he should. I don't expect to see... Although, you know, last year we had the same type of pattern when the first games of each of the first two series, we sort of stubbed our toes and, you know, and Frank didn't make the right substitutions and then he made the adjustments in the next. Um, so I'm, I'm sure that he's going to go into the, into the Suns game probably with, with uh, Andre at center again and see how that works in, against Dayton and hope that, that that'll be a successful measure. It just shows you, though, that uh, how scary games are when you're in the play-in tournament, especially for the teams that are going to be playing on Thursday and Friday, knowing that this is this is like a game seven for those guys. You know, the loser is going to go home. That's yeah. it. Well, no more yeah. games. It's very scary when you don't when you don't come to play when you don't bring the same energy and yeah. emotion as you know, the other team. Golden State came out there like, hey, we're going to take this game. We want it. And the Lakers came out there like, you know what? Yeah, we'll figure it out. As How could they not figure that Golden State with Steph Curry and Draymond Green were not going to come ready for bear, you know? Um, it was just shocking yeah. to me watching that first half. I was just like, Whoa. yeah, I think, I think that we've blown them out twice. You know, we we played them three times. I think we the one, out, yeah, we blew them out the last we, two times. We blew them out the last two times, and and uh, you guys mentioned uh, Steph playing Dennis off the court, but Dennis defended him really well. And Dennis and had the best record. He Dennis held him to forty percent shooting from the yeah, field. He uh, had the best record of anybody in the league. Steph performed worse against the Lakers than any other team in the league for the, so, the regular season. He he came to play. He yeah, had, a, but he's great he, game. you know. And and yeah, he 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 embarrassed Dennis some. So yeah. And then two, I love Dennis's hustle and so forth, but he's not a he's nowhere near the cerebral defender that Caruso is. Caruso is almost always in the right spot in the right place, and his timing right. is usually right. Rarely gets backdoor bitten, you know. And and I think the same thing is true of West. Plus West has that ability to to guard a wing, you know. So, you know, I, I think we know what the eight-man rotation is probably going to be. And then the question is, I think we have to in this series, as we're going to have to in every series, rely upon our best lineup. And our best lineup is Anthony Davis at the five, LeBron James at the four, and and those three guards that were out there tonight, three guards that finished the game tonight. You know, those are the guards that, that yeah, really... Yeah, I like, I like cools with those guys too, some. So it, it just depends. Yep. Yeah, I mean he's he's gonna play he's gonna play nine I think like he did tonight. So yeah. it'll, it'll be a situation on who get who is the other guy that gets gets some run. Well, that's a pretty good three guys coming off the bench when you got Caruso, uh, Kuzma, and West Matthews coming off the bench. All three can play defense. All three can shoot. All three can attack the basket. And if and if Schroeder, you know, we need Schroeder to get back to being what he was before the last two protocol missing times. And frankly, we're going to need somebody of, of the three centers to perform because Anthony Davis is not going to play 48 minutes at center. So it means that Drummond, Harrell, and, and Gasol 
at their various opportunities are going to still have to come through for us. I also don't think I also don't think you should go ahead and allow DeAndre Ayton to go off. If DeAndre Ayton is allowed to go ahead and play at a level that right now he's not going to be consistent at and see that 25 points, 10 rebounds plus five block shots, that type of deal, which he can do, but he doesn't do every game. That's another key. And Drummond's the only one of the three centers that's going to stop Aiton underneath. Yeah. He's the only one who has the size and athleticism and hops to do that. Aiton will eat Trez up and he'll eat up Gasol too. Well, I want to go ahead and ask you because V Garcia mentioned it. What's the over under for deadly playing in the series for two hard and defensive minded minutes? He's asking that. I say it's over under. We're in trouble if he plays those. Two. If oh, he plays it all. I think that there's going to be blowout games in the Sun series and that uh, Dudley's going to get time in probably One four, of the five, four of the five games that we take to win the series. Well, I certainly wouldn't want to put him in a close game, but in a blowout, that's yeah. fine by me. But guys, it's been a great time talking to you. Once again, the Lakers win 103 to 100 due to the heroics of none other than the one-eyed man himself. LeBron James, I'm hoping that his eye will be okay and good to go this Sunday. We do not know a time yet for the Lakers game on Sunday. So hopefully everybody will be able to keep in touch with NBA.com and also ESPN.com for the showtime for the Lakers game against Phoenix. But guys, before we head on out, and I'm going to start with you first, L. Rob. Please let me know what you're going to be looking at as far as and focusing on in the days ahead. I know Phoenix is a good matchup. And like I said, you already have the Lakers in six. But what are you going to be looking at and focusing on in the next few days to look at in preparation for this Sunday's game between the Lakers and the Suns? Actually, I think I'm looking forward to watching Ja and Steph and those guys battle it out Friday night. That should be very entertaining. And actually, I'm looking forward to seeing if uh, Indiana can duplicate the effort they gave last night and come back and work their way from the ninth seed all the way into, into the playoffs. So Lakers, Suns, this LeBron, how he's feeling? What is his health like? Uh, Dennis, you know, kind of getting him back in the groove, you know, working on Dre, getting him a little bit more involved in the game. They made a point of saying, you can't throw it to the ball in the post. Oh, yes, he just scored on them the last time we did it, but – this other time, a guy raked down and stripped him, which was a foul, I thought. But anyway, last time I checked, uh, 50% is is pretty decent in, 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 in shots. No one's saying throw it in all the time, but give a man the ball occasionally. Let's see what he can do. Make Looney play some defense. So I'm just looking primarily for LeBron and Dennis them continue to get in their groove. AD to continue to build on the second half. And, you know, Lakers to kind of get a little bit more swagger than they played with today. Well, I'm hoping for as well, my friend, but catch L. Rob's great comments each and every day or when he can at Lakerholics.com. And of course, speaking of Lakerholics.com, before we head on out, always got to go ahead and give a big shout out to Laker Tom and all the things that he does there, all the great articles. And I was hoping Jamie Sweet would join us and Rafael Barlow, but I want to give them a shout out as well. Hoping they'll be part of our playoff coverage as well in the upcoming days. But before we head on out, my friend, what are you doing? At Lakerholics.com. You worry about the Lakers' approach to these playoffs because we really did not come out of the gate well. And I think even more distressing to me was what Lee was saying, that even when we 
went to 80 at the five, we still didn't play really well. That's not the psyche that you really expected this team to do. I mean, I know we saw little shades of that in the opening games against the Rockets and the Blazers last year before we took control of the series. And I'm a little worried about LeBron's health. He did not have the lift that I thought I saw him have during the last couple of games there. He looked uh, a little struggling today. It was good to see him hit that last shot, but you sure don't want to leave your season and, and the championship hopes and so forth. We've won the first of 17 games. We're going to have to win. We're going to be the first NBA champion to play 17 games to win the title. Have to win 17 games instead of 16. So I sure don't want to see us come out and, and allow Phoenix to steal the first game. And they're going to try real hard to steal one of those two games at home. To and 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 then and all it does is just instill confidence in a in a young team with with a couple of transcendent talents. You know, I mean, I'm hoping that Chris Paul will be the playoff Chris Paul we're all familiar with, who sort of disappears and you know and doesn't doesn't play to the level that you'd expect him to play in the playoffs. And I'm hoping that Devin Booker that the lights are a little bright for him and he's not going to have as great a game. But the last thing the Lakers need to prevent happening is from giving those guys hope from starting off slow and, and letting them have a close game in the first game or losing that first game. So I think it's really important to, however, whatever Frank's going to do with the rotations, he needs to build in Anthony Davis at the five as being the focus of the second half and definitely of the fourth quarter of the game. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the world champion, Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. I'll tell you what, guys, it's been great talking about V, Felix, V, you're so, you're so, so hilarious, my friend, V, Felix, great to have you on. Also want to give a big shout out again to Bree Marco and also, of course, Vincent as well. Vincent, you've been great on, on the comments. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Frank will make the adjustments if necessary, and I'm assuming that will be necessary because the chess match will begin this Sunday as the Lakers face off in the first round of the NBA playoffs. But the playoffs, to me, already started tonight because that was playoff intensity to the T right now. Right now. They can say it's not a playoffs. It is a playoffs because you don't tell me that the Golden State Warriors and the Lakers, especially in that second half, didn't want to win this game. But the Lakers did win, 103 to 100. But again, V, you're awesome. Felix, you're awesome. Vincent, Remarco, everybody else that was watching, we cannot thank you enough for watching and listening. Please check out all the great shows that we have at the Lakers Fast Break channel, wherever you get your podcasts, the Hoopheads Podcast Network at hoopheadspod.com, lakerholics.com, and also as well, hoping to get Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast here back soon as well.
V. Garcia has got to always put in a good word for Jared Dudley. He says the playoffs don't start until Dudley gets his well-deserved playing time. You've got a big fan, Laker Tom. You got a big fan. He's going to follow you and Jared Dudley down the road. Dudley's got championship rings, man. What can you say? What can you say? What can you say? You know what? He's part of the big three. That's what my daughter keeps telling me. He's part of the big three, Dad. He's part of the big three. I say, okay, honey. Yeah, I know. I saw the picture. He's part of the big three. Well, guys, I'm hoping for another championship ring this year as we start on our journey towards the playoffs. And it starts this Sunday. And we will be here after the game to talk about everything going on with the Lakers and Suns in game one of the first round of the NBA playoffs. Plus, we will give you in-depth coverage on that day. But guys, before we head on out, are you up for a Friday show as well for an NBA playoff preview? Sure. Now, Rob? Yes, just let me know the time. After the game between Memphis and Golden State, so we know exactly who's going where, and that'll all yep. be finalized. So if you guys are out there watching and listening, want to go ahead and check us out, we will be dropping a playoff preview episode this Friday after the Golden State and Memphis game. And then we'll also, of course, be here on Sunday, and we'll make sure we give you a wrap-up of all the playoff games going on as we do. But we're going to go ahead and thank you so much for watching and listening, and we will be back Friday for a playoff preview, and I hope you'll be part of it right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.